Hello, welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts, a podcast where you, our listeners, can become part of a conversation with us. We are three therapists who are going to talk about the good, the hard, and all the in-betweens of life. Come join us. Get it, Disney. Get it. I mean, that's a good song. Welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts. We're so happy to have you guys here with us today. So today's quarantine chat is kind of taking a break from the concept and topic of quarantine. We are going to talk about Frozen 2, the real issue here in the world, Disney's Frozen 2, and how awesome it is and how it was pretty full of psychological content wouldn't you guys say i would mm-hmm. so let's get into it i i do think though this relates a little bit to quarantine because i think many <laughs> parents have had to watch frozen 2 on how repeat. many times have you had to watch it yes that's true that's true i was two seconds away from buying it came out like on iTunes, and I was like, Logan, we got to buy Frozen 2. This is going to be freaking awesome. He was like, it's going to come out in July. And these were my exact words. I said, that's too long. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. We can't make it. (laughs) And then the pandemic happened, and Disney did us a solid and gave it to us. See? That was nice. We didn't have to wait after all. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It was my first time seeing it when it came out on Disney Plus, so I was excited that it was out. Guys, you have to make me uh, just not fixate on the plot holes. Oh my god, so many. I watched the first one yesterday and then started watching the second one again. I saw it in theaters, you know. And there's a lot of things that don't add up. What's your favorite plot hole? Or like Um, the most frustrating one? I think the most frustrating one for me is the whole thing surrounding the mom's history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how the dad's like telling the kids this story that mm-hmm. kind of makes the mom's people seem bad. Yeah. And that he doesn't know who rescued him. Yeah. And like, did she not tell him that she I rescued saved him? you? <laughs> so maybe that's several plot holes right there, but. No, I was yeah, just why watching didn't the beginning. She tell him? Yeah. Yeah, and I was really just I mean, not alarmed, but just confused. Were you alarmed, maybe? <laughs> a little. This I is a little alarmed. <laughs> but I digress. Yeah. I think what we really want you to know is that it's not a perfect movie. Maybe mm-hmm. you didn't like it at all, but your children are watching it, so what can they learn and what can you learn? about people and mental health and really what is disney subliminally yeah what are they trying to say to us? like what are they conveying here you know yes we walked out of the theater and i think my exact words to logan were that felt pretty loaded 
Like, <laughs> and he was like, there. yeah, he totally did. <laughs> I think that you're going to see animated movies doing more and more of that as we already have. Like yeah. they're trying to put things in. I mean, like Zootopia is a great example. It's just all about racism the entire yes. movie, which is great yeah. and needed. And so it's wonderful mm-hmm. to have those messages in movies, but you just have to be aware of what the message is. And mm-hmm. I think that you probably are not aware of a lot of the behavioral things that yeah. Nana and Kristoff are doing, you know? Yeah, so true. So who do we want to start with? We should start with Elsa mm-hmm. because okay. she's not the main character, but she is to all of the children. I, know, I think she is more interesting too. But in yeah. Frozen 1, Anna is really the main character, but everyone mm-hmm. loves Elsa the most. So, interesting. Yeah, but Elsa got that like glittery blue dress at the end, so I know, obviously. right? So what do you do? Well, yeah, and how many costume changes does one princess need? Oh my gosh, right? That's what every natural. parent is like. Not natural wardrobe changes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, yes. cool. Now I have to buy my child all of these dresses. Cool. Yeah. So when I first saw the first Frozen, I related a lot to the character of Elsa. Um, I was just starting to do therapy for the first time, I think. Yeah, the first time. And I felt a lot like Elsa in Let It Go, where she finally was like, I just am so sick of controlling everything and trying to make everything perfect. I'm just going to not care anymore. And I really felt that like on a deep level Mm -hmm. because Elsa is a hardcore perfectionist. Mm -hmm. Hardcore. Like classic to a T. If I can't be perfect, then it's out of control. And so Mm -hmm. if I want to just like not feel if I want to feel normal, then I have to let go of everything and just not care anymore. But for so many years, she did care. And she came by it very honestly. Obviously, the trolls and her parents like made her be perfect. Yeah. They were trying to get her to be perfect. And then they left her by dying. I do love in Frozen 2 when Olaf goes, oh my God. They have their parents. And then he turns and he goes, their parents are dead. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> It really is just like the saddest thing. (laughs) But, you know, she's just left and she is such a perfectionist. And so you can see how that heals a little bit in the first movie. Mm -hmm. But is the main theme of the second movie is that it didn't really heal, which is very accurate to life, I think, where people don't actually get better just because they saved their sister, you know. Mm -hmm. And so Elsa's perfectionism is a main theme in Frozen 2. And her need to, like, take care of everyone and everything, but above all, be perfect. So when she starts to hear the voice, then she's like, okay, well, now I have to go on this journey and do this, which I think was good because it felt right to her. And it was, that's like the Into the Unknown song, right? Is like, she has this tension Mm -hmm. between, should I continue to be this perfect person or should I step into the unknown, which is very scary. And she does make the right choice. But then when she makes that choice, as often when we're healing, she like goes too far and she's not communicating with Anna Mm -hmm. and Kristoff and Olaf. That drove me nuts. And what's her her attachment style, Jessica? She's definitely an avoidant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't feel safe 
connecting mm-hmm. to herself first of all i don't think you know mm-hmm. and so she trusts like on an Anna and Kristoff and Sven and Olaf, right? This little yeah. family. But as soon as she hears the voice, does she share it with Anna? No, she doesn't. Oh, yeah. Right? And and Anna is very good at calling her out on that. But I think that's mm-hmm. because Anna is parentified. Mm-hmm. Dig, dig into that. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that, friend. Right. So. Vacation. I said that Elliot and I were watching the movie last night in preparation for this. And I was like, see, Anna is just so parentified. And he was like, what is that word? <laughs> like, oh, I thought there's like people just said that all the time. It's a thing. It's a, it's a very big word in the trauma world because most foster kids are parentified, which just means that someone who should not be in the parent role is forced into a parent role. Mm-hmm. And so by losing their parents so young and then Anna being on her own, she feels like she has to take care of Elsa as the mother when really Elsa is a grown woman who should be taking care of herself. But over and over again, you see Anna like, are you really going to do that? Are you really going to do that? So she doesn't trust Elsa to make her own choices. But then also Elsa is being avoidant and not sharing with Anna why she feels she needs to make those choices, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it goes both ways. And I think it just flares up things for Anna and she wants to fix everything Mm -hmm. for Elsa and then Mm -hmm. is like at the expense of leaving Kristoff behind and you know it just yes there's just a lot here yes yes yeah could that stem could that stem from how in their childhood they didn't really have a relationship either like they had one they had a healthy attachment and then it was Mm -hmm. ended very suddenly for Anna and then they had like no relationship uh, basically their whole childhood. So long. Yeah. Until they were adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Elsa became the queen. So that, like, that's a long history of trauma of being all by yourself and only communicating with like servants and people in paintings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's rough or through a keyhole, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I think Elsa became avoidant and I think Anna became anxious. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But you can also see she's just more of an extroverted personality. So she she gushes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is the fun thing about Anna. She's so emotionally charged. But Mm -hmm. she's definitely anxious with Kristoff. The best example is when they're riding in the sleigh. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Kristoff is like trying to be nice and stuff and like propose. And she keeps, you think I'm crazy? What, you wish someone else was here? And she's, like, looking for reassurance and for him to, like, calm that. And that's that anxious attachment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you say Kristoff is secure? I or think does that he, he have some anxious, too? He, no, he's avoidant, but he becomes secure in his song, is my thought. Oh, Into the Woods. So, yeah. No, I Lost in the, that the Woods. Not Into the Woods. Lost in the Woods. Into the Woods is the musical, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's when right. Yeah. When he's lost in the woods. Guys, I really thought about this a lot last night. This is incredible. Yeah. So at the beginning of the song, song. he's very avoidant. And you can hear him. He says, like, when when did I become the one? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Again, you're gone. (laughs) Yeah. But he's, like, basically saying, like, when did I become the one who was, like, more invested? But I don't know what the words yes, are. Yes, exactly. yes, yeah. But he mm-hmm. says that, like, when was I the one that, like, cared more? And then mm-hmm. 
And then he's like, so now I'm lost. But then he has the turning point in his song where he's like, oh, I do want to be connected to you. And so I am lost in the woods, but I want to go find you again. I know that this is the path I want to be on. Whereas at the beginning of the song, he's kind of like, why am I lost? He says, when did I become the one who's always chasing your heart? Yes, exactly. That moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And then he kind of switches and is like, no, you are my true north. I'm going to go find you. This is what I want. And I think that that's when he becomes the secure base. And I love when he shows up for Anna at the end and he just says, what do you need? I'm here for you. So good. That's like a good good. thing. I think for, I hope that kids internalize that. Like when their friends are having a hard time, just say, I'm here for you. What do you need? And she says, I need to get to the dam. And he's like, okay. And there's no like, we need to talk about the fact that you ditched me for a few days and where have you been and what's happened? You know, it's just like, what do you need? I like that. And we see like the strong male role in the movie actually have some emotions yes. and be like not confident in the relationship because mm-hmm. I think a lot of Disney movies portray the males as like the ones who are confident and not mm-hmm. working very hard emotionally in the connection. Mm-hmm. So I just, I really liked that portrayal yeah. of him. Some vulnerability. Well, but Sven tells him, right? Like your feelings are, what does he say? You feel what you feel and those feelings are real. Feelings Come are on, Kristoff. Let down your guard. And I do think mm-hmm. like Sven is very wise in that moment for Kristoff. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Kristoff takes the note and does it, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. What about Olaf, guys? Oh, oh he's my favorite my Disney character, probably he of all time. Is. He went I through a is. lot in this movie. He did. Yeah. My gosh. That was emotional. I cried. I definitely cried. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so what about... The beginning, right? Where he's like having a difficult time with like big adult real world concepts yeah and understanding them and his big maturity song right yes i love that what's that one called i don't know what it's called when he's scared (laughs) the woods yeah no 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 the one in the beginning uh some things never change some things never change yeah Yeah. he has that yeah he has like the two songs the two yeah yeah well, I guess the first one is like sung by Anna, but him it's and Anna. she's yeah. singing to him. But then when I'm older is the other one where yes, he's yes. like, everything makes sense when I am older, <laughs> which I, I like that idea for little kids to be like, this will make sense when you're older. Yeah. But then when you're older listening to it and you're like, no, dude, it's not no, going to make yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't <laughs> but I, I think love it is a good concept for kids. Well, yeah. To have some hope. <laughs> I think it can be used effectively at certain times when you say like, remember like Olaf and he didn't understand, but Elsa understood. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can just trust me or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, to say absolutely everything will make sense. Yeah. We're all just laughing because we're like, okay, Olaf. Yeah. (laughs) It's a crap show, Olaf. It's never going to make sense. It's true. (laughs) Very much so. Yeah. So he had that. Those big develop. Oh, and what was that line as they're floating down the river? And he, oh, and Anna was sad and he said, 
Oh, and he's uh, mad. He's mad. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That was something that really heavy. It was like you're, or she said, "You're mad, and it's okay to be mad." Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like oh, totally yeah. validated it. Yeah. yeah, I loved that moment because there's like poor Olaf. You know, he's experiencing a lot of things at the hand of these two girls, right? Like, yes, they are his family slash creators. Like, he wouldn't exist without mm-hmm. them. So he's just always kind of slung along on all of these adventures, trying to like help and provide comedic yeah. relief and comfort. And then all of a sudden, he's like create he's like developing like all these human tendencies of emotions and feelings and not understanding things and then he's angry at them which you never saw that in the first movie he was never angry at anybody Mm -hmm. and this time he's angry because he's like hey i don't exist without you so i need you to like get it together and not be so not be so unhinged yeah like (laughs) so i love that snowman but i'm a person too yeah Poor little Olaf. He's so cute. Yeah, I love when he gets angry. I think that's a good growing moment for him. It's part of like maturing. Mm -hmm. We start to learn that we can be angry. And hopefully we have people who teach us that it's okay to be angry like Anna did. And you can notice like it's not like he was like, I'm angry. And then he just stayed in that emotion for the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. I think they did a good job of like he was angry then. Mm-hmm. the rock giants were there and so they both like moved on and yeah were fine and dealt with what they needed to deal with mm-hmm. which was good yeah they just didn't like stay angry forever but they were still angry until they were sad mm-hmm. very sad <laughs> yeah it was so, so sad. sad what about the uh the next right thing oh yeah it's, it's a, a nice tagline yeah i know i really liked that it always makes me think when I was singing that song and Logan doesn't like that song. And I said, why, how can you not like this song? Like, it's a really good song. He said, I don't like the word thing. It's too ambiguous. <laughs> like, okay. Logan's like, I'd like it to be spelled mind. out. Do the next right choice in your career, which is this <laughs> choice. Exactly. And he's like, I like that song. <laughs> he's like, I'm down with this one. Yeah. yeah I really liked that. I, I liked when I listened to it. I really like the emotion, but because like in the beginning that that just desperate grief is so palpable for Anna. Yeah. I mean I mean she just, you know, believes that her sister is actually gone now, you know? Yeah. And so she's just like there. And I mean, I, I liked the image for grief in the movie because the visual was a dark cave, you know, mm-hmm. and like what a more appropriate I mean, I don't think there's a more appropriate kind of visualization for grief to be like in a dark, cold, wet, damp, you know, subterranean space where you're just like, I am beneath everything. I cannot be any lower. So I really liked, I liked that kind of visualization that they created. And then as you watch her in the scene, she's sitting hunched. She begins her song. Her grief is so big. And then she slowly rises you know, through the song. And as it like builds, she's eventually running upstairs. You know, she's ascending mm-hmm. from that grief moment. Yeah, like back I... into the light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I really liked that. I thought that was neat. Yeah, I love that. I didn't even think about that, but I love that image. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the lyrics, like just do the, like when you think about that, just do the next right thing. I have a question for your analytical minds. 
Mm-hmm. So as the characters are going through all of this stuff, what kind of themes of healing did you guys see in the movie? Um, like one thing I was thinking about is I feel like, and th- sorry, this is me going back to plot holes, but <laughs> I feel like not all of the questions were answered, right? I agree. But it still mm-hmm. shows the characters kind of healing Mm-hmm. despite not knowing the answers to everything. And I think that's pretty real for real life. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. that we may not, like in certain relationships or if things happen, we may not get all of the concrete answers in life, but we can still find healing despite that. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think they all heal from the stuff that I've talked about, right? Like, mm-hmm. Elsa's perfectionism when she confronts herself in the cave and she Mm -hmm. realizes that she is enough and she has been enough the whole time. She just needed to recognize it. She has it within herself. I think that she really heals from that and is like, Mm -hmm. okay, now I've found my place in the world. I think Anna's de-parentifies when, and we talked about like between ourselves, like Anna has a little bit of codependence with Elsa. She can't really function unless Elsa is happy and safe. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is that same thing as being parentified. Right? I was about to say, that's how you feel about your children. Yeah. 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 And so when Elsa is gone, Anna has this huge moment of having to realize who she is in the world without Elsa. And then she does choose to do the next right thing instead of just staying in that cave. And so I think she heals herself by pushing herself to go and then potentially destroy her home which is Mm -hmm. a big thing for her to make that choice because she knows it's right Mm -hmm. so i think that anna heals in a lot of ways from that her anxious attachment i think with Kristoff heals as Kristoff heals as i talked about in the song and then proposes to her and everything Mm -hmm. is beautiful yes and then olaf obviously is actually maturing and i think Mm -hmm. that that his is more of like a slow and steady Mm -hmm. i think he realizes you don't know everything when you're mm-hmm. older, but you can continue to love the people you love and it's okay to be mad at them. And mm-hmm. that's like a growing thing for him. Sven, I think, is perfect and he's there's the no best. notes there. No notes. So. <laughs> he just has all the wisdom. He's kind of like the trolls. Like he's very wise. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I learned so much. I know. I love how every Disney movie contains multitudes. I know. It's not crazy. I was thinking about the Disney movies of our childhood. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think a lot of those things were carefully placed out or, you know, discussed before release. Well, you can tell just watching the two Frozen movies that Disney's kind of like self-correcting mm-hmm. yeah. the themes from oh, past yeah. movies, like yes. especially in the first one when, you know, everyone's kind of confronting Anna of like, you're getting married to someone you just met. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, reminiscent. Which was every the, Disney princess yeah, ever before this. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Which I did love that. Actually, when we, so KJ and I saw Frozen, the first one in theaters together, mm-hmm. and I was so mad that she did not end up with Hans. I was so mad. Why? Well, I mean, once he was well, because, evil, it was fine. But like, oh, yeah. I once loved he was, everything about him. Up that's until true. He was he like supporting time. her and he oh, was there for her. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's more evidence of Anna's anxious attachment was that she did get engaged to someone after an hour or yeah. two of mm-hmm. knowing them. 
Mm-hmm. And so it is great that she, you know, chose to date Christoph for a while and actually have a secure relationship by yeah. the time they got engaged. I'm proud of them. Yeah, for sure. Doing it right. But yeah, I loved Hans though. That song when he says, we finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. I mean, it's just yeah. so cute. I mean, now so when cute. you listen to it, you know, he's playing her, but like, it's so cute when you first yeah. hear it. Yeah. But there you go. I mean, I think you really can learn a lot from Frozen. And it's a good jumping off point to talk to your kids about a lot of things. Like when Olaf says, I'm angry. And Anna says, it's okay to be very, very mad right now or whatever. Just like pausing it for a moment and saying to your kids, it's okay when you need to be very, very mad. But do you see how Olaf is talking about his feelings instead of hitting his sister? That is how we can get our angry feelings out in the right way. And then we push play and we keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of good teaching moments, especially after you've seen it 700 times and you're like, how do I make this fit into homeschooling? Yeah. How can, can I, I make get this an emotional lesson? Yeah. 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 Pause and be like, wow, Christoph is really learning a lot during this song. What do you think mm-hmm. he's learning during his 80s boy band moment? Oh my gosh. Yes. It was amazing. so good. I did really enjoy that. I was like, it does not fit in Frozen at all, but it is is amazing. Yeah. Like, the way fit, you know, it just like felt it right. You know? Yeah, it did. It was great. <laughs> that was my favorite part. My favorite moment. It was so good. All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning into this quarantine chat. Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoyed. And if you like us kind of debriefing Disney movies, let us know. It was just kind yeah. of a fun thing we decided to do, but I actually learned a lot. Me too. So. There's a lot in there. So yeah, yeah, if you want us to do a different movie send that your in child's a request. obsessed with, yeah, yeah, send in a request, let us know. We've talked a little bit about Moana already on our, freaking we have a post Moana. about it, but we could do Moana. There's a lot that we could do, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, if it's just helpful oh. for you know, when there's movies on repeat in your house and you want yep. to make it a little bit of a learning experience for your own we sanity, can help. we yep. can help yeah. you. Because kids seriously identify so much with those characters. So it's good yeah. when you can make it work for you in like an emotionally developmental way. Exactly. Awesome. Well, TTFN. Enjoy mm-hmm. your quarantine and good luck and stay safe out there. Stay safe. In a Thanks for joining us today. We want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about. We want you to have a voice in this process, so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes. You can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com, and if you search thoughtspod, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All original music is composed by Milan Vrijic from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us.